Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 364. I'm joined by Darth Wager in this one. We give our college football week 11 picks, and then we take a look at NBA games on ESPN on Wednesday. We also take a look a little bit at the college basketball season. Uh, the, the coach, myself, I, I give you a, a Syracuse and Virginia pick for Wednesday night. And then I finish up with the NFL coaches poll and my awards for week nine of the NFL. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at Talk Gambling, capital T, capital G, respectively, and Talk and Gambling. Don't forget to go to MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. That promo code is DARTH, as in DARTH Wager. And visit www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. All the free picks are there for college football, NFL, college basketball, NBA. It's all there, absolutely free. Click on that Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play, when you're there. Buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And don't forget, I'm an author. The LER mini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You can get it directly from my publisher, thewordverb.com. Or if you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, download to your favorite electronic reading device. Let's get to it. Podcast number 364 with Darth Wager. Darth Wager, we have podcast number 364. Let's see if you can guess this NFL player. I think it's going to be tough for you. He was an offensive guard. Born December 19th, 1964. Ooh, it's the same birthday as my wife. Uh, I was in, just going to say that. In Phoenix, Arizona. Six foot four, 287 pounds. Went to Arizona State. He's a college football Hall of Famer. A pro football Hall of Famer. He was drafted in 1988 and round one. Pick number 19 by the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no way I'm getting this guy. You know what? Next week when we do this, I'm picking number 66. All right. Okay. Are you going to quiz me? Yeah. I mean, I can only give you the answer because that's how quickly I Google. There's no way in hell I was getting this guy. It was anybody who's a Minnesota Viking fan knows this is, of course, Randall McDaniel. Yeah, you're fucking crazy. I used your goddamn name for Christ's sakes. Come on, give me a break. I gave you a clue. You, said, you could have gave me that, and I still wouldn't have got it. <laughs> you could have said, um, has the first name of an Eagles quarterback, and the last name has your name in it, and I still wouldn't have got it right. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, we had... Uh, Let's let's change the subject. Let's go to college hoop. Uh, college, not college hoops. College basketball. College football. College hoops on the mind. It's opening up tonight, Darth. We're recording this on a on a Tuesday. Our college football podcast. But we got a little college hoops on our mind, right? Yeah, I'm. I, I am pumped. So we're looking forward to it. I we got a pick for Wednesday. Although I have no lines for Wednesday in college hoops. I, I've been looking all there over. Is not- there's not up. I think you just released tonight's podcast tonight. I, I don't know. Well, we'll we'll see. Uh, college football, we are absolutely kicking ass. 
I went six and two. You went five and two. Uh, AK forty seven. He went two and two. So I guess he had a losing week because he had to pay the vig. Uh, Nick, uh, Nikki Guns went three and one. I am now picking sixty percent on the year. Forty eight for thirty two. I'm up twelve point eight units. Dan, you're fifty two and thirty six. A fifty nine percent win rate. Eleven pre units. AK forty seven is twenty five and sixteen. He's picking at sixty one percent, seven point four units, and the guns is a lowly fifty five percent, thirty and twenty five, up two and a half units. That's pretty damn good. It is pretty damn good. Oh boy, uh, th- does the shoe fall this week? Because yeah, probably. You know, bankroll has been increasing, and if you're a responsible gambler like we are. You bet a percentage of your bankroll. And I bet usually about a half a percent to 1% on each game of my bankroll. And I went a full 1% on many, many games this week. And I I put them in early before the lines could change too. Uh, So, well, but for podcast purposes, I'll give the line what the line is as we record on Tuesday afternoon. I have a Friday game. Do you have any early games, uh, any games other than uh, that are not not on Saturday, Darth? Right now, I only have five games. Oh, wow. I got a bunch. I have a Friday game. Do you have a, a, a Thursday or Friday game? No, I don't have any Thursday or Friday. All right, so I'll lead off with a Friday game. I really like this one, too. Uh, Washington is minus 10 at Oregon State. I want to double-check the line here. Make it's sure. still minus 10. It's still minus 10. Okay, so that one stayed really like. Love a team that nickname is the Beaver. Oh, uh, because we are graduates from the it's, Beavers. Yes, I am a Beaver graduate, not Oregon State. Um, the Huskies' leading wide receiver, Aaron Fuller, has hurt ankle. Uh, and a decent back they bring uh, off the bench. Richard Newton is out with a foot injury. Uh, the, the Beavers have an injury to himself, Kobe Taylor. Uh, their second uh, uh, wide receiver is pretty good. Their third wide receiver, he's hurt. They're, they're running back off the bench. Jamar Jefferson has an injured ankle as well. Uh, the key numbers for these two teams, uh, yards per play are fairly close on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. The Beavers are better on third down offense. They're worse on third down defense, though. Uh, so we have another wash in, in that category, basically. Washington has won the past seven years in a row, and has covered five of those seven games. Washington, though, just had their heart ripped out two games in a row by Oregon and Utah. They're now 2-4 and four in the Pac-12. Oregon State had a rough start, but they beat Cal on the road, Arizona on the road in their last two games. This is, this is a game, this is a simple expectations the expectations for Washington coming into the season were much higher than the way they're playing right now. The expectations for Oregon State were much lower than the way they are playing right now. They're overachieving. They're feeling really good at 4-4 four and four and 3-2 and two in the Pac-12. I think those Washington higher expectations now feeling like a lost season. Oregon State going to be motivated Friday night. Lost seven in a row to Washington. They're going to break the streak. They're going to upset Washington. Give me the 10 points. I'll take those 10 points. They're upsetting Washington. Give me the Oregon State Beavers. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Let's go. Yeah. So 
Why don't you take it Saturday? Sure, take the first game on Saturday. I know where you're. Twelve o'clock. I know where you're going though. Where am I going? You're going to Minnesota. I am going to Minnesota. I think we're gonna be an. I, I think we're gonna be on opposite sides on this. You're going with Minnesota. I am not. <laughs> you got it right. Yes. Uh, Minnesota has played absolutely no one this year. I beg to differ. All right, let, let's go over the schedule really quick then. <laughs> they played San Diego State University. Not, not, not a cupcake. Fresno State. Fresno State's not bad. Georgia Southern. Okay, I, you got me on that one. And they barely beat them. Yep. Purdue. Purdue. Illinois. Yeah, Illinois, a little bit underrated this year. Okay, all right. Nebraska. Okay, they, they've been playing like dog poop. Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers sucks. And Maryland. Uh, Maryland, uh, third string QB. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that's not a good schedule. Yeah. No. They beat them, some of them pretty handily. That's great. They're, they're doing the job that they need to do to stay undefeated. Penn State's been battle tested. By who? I think. By who? By who? Well, geez, by geez, Jeffrey. I'm trying to drive in and look at the schedule at the same time. but I'm trying to pull it up. Michigan? Uh, yeah, Michigan. Michigan State? Michigan State sucks this year. Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh sucks. Come on. Uh, they Both these teams have played the Sisters of the Poor. Come on. Michigan? Who? They played Michigan? Yeah, Michigan, Michigan is not playing well this year. They also played Michigan? Who has not played well? If you got it early enough, you could have got it at minus six. It's now up to seven, and I jumped on it on uh, plus seven for Minnesota. Uh, both teams are coming off the bye. They're both undefeated. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that Penn State run defense does against Minnesota, who runs the ball 70% of the time. Penn State is great at stopping the run, only 2.2 yards per carry. So I think I agree with you. Minnesota's not have their hands full in this one. It's a much different opponent than what they've been facing. There is not much separating these two teams. I think this is going to be a tight game. And I did the research. I'm like, I'm going to wait till it's a full seven points. Boom. Full seven points on Tuesday rather than Monday. I picked it up. Decent shot that Minnesota pulls off the upset here at home. But uh, I'll, I'll take those seven points. So me and Darth, other sides on that one. That'll be a good one. Good appetizer before the Bama and LSU game later in the day. So, do you want me to pick the next one, Darth? What's my next game is the Louisville versus Miami. Oh, okay. I, I am not touching that one, I, I believe. Miami you. has been playing stronger. I know they're going home, but I'm going to ride the Miami Hurricanes for another win in the ACC Coastal. Um, so, give me Miami minus six. Against Louisville, Al. All right, Miami minus six at Louisville. Uh, my game, I'm going to. This is a believe a twelve o'clock game. It's Baylor minus one at TCU. 
The total is 52.5 points. At least it was a couple days ago uh, when I checked it out on Monday. Uh, undefeated Baylor traveling to TCU the week before they play Oklahoma. This one smells like that Illinois and Wisconsin game prior to the Badgers matchup with Ohio State where Wisconsin got upset. I like the TCU defense on third down. I'm not thrilled with their QB play, but they will control the ball and run about 13 more plays on offense than they do on defense. TCU takes care of the ball. They can pull off the upset here. TCU has won the last four in a row against Baylor. Last year was a grinded out game, 16-9. Expect the same thing this year. Close, low scoring. I'm taking the under 52.5 points in that one. What's your next game, Dorothy? My next 3.30 game is Illinois versus Michigan State. I'm entrusting in the bearded wonder, uh, Lovey Smith. The Black Santa. Black Santa. <laughs> and I'm taking plus 14 and a half over Michigan State. It's up to 14 and a half? Yep. Oh, God damn it. It was 12. It jumped up to 13. I grabbed it at 13. I'm going to take it again at 14 and a half. Uh, I'm a little concerned, though. Uh, Daryl Stewart Jr. for Illinois might not be back from his leg injury. Uh, these teams are pretty similar on the offense side of the ball in yards per play, third down efficiency, red zone, TD rate. Defensive side, Michigan State is better in yards per pass and yards per run, but they're pretty even stopping people on third down. Like Washington State and Oregon State, it's a team of expectations and which way they are trending. Michigan State, the, the expectations were much higher than that of Illinois this year. And Michigan State has played three tough games in a row and they get blasted. Daryl Stewart's out. He's out, yeah. Uh, Illinois had a tough stretch, but they come out the other side looking good. They upset Wisconsin. They won at Purdue. They blew out Rutgers. Their defense has been great in that stretch, getting 2.3 turnovers per game. Illinois upset Sparty at home last time in this spot, 31-27 as a 9.5-point dog. Now they're getting 14.5. I'm not sure if they pull off the upset at Spartan Stadium, but I think they keep this game within one score. Give me the 14.5 with Illinois. Damn it, I wish I got that. I, I bet it at 13. I didn't think it'd get much higher than that. Wow. Wow. So we're already picked three three of the same game. Yeah. Or I, two of the same game. And you're going to another 330 game. At least two more 330 games. I, I think you're going to do USC Arizona State if I know you right. I am. There we go. What do you got, Darth? This is a lean. I'm leaning towards Arizona State right now. Boo. I got USC. I'm telling you, that's why it's a lean. I, I, don't, I honestly don't know which way I'm going to go on that game. That's why it's only a lean. I, I like USC. They're getting dogged in the media. But other than the upset of BYU, which is not an easy place to play, they've only lost to ranked teams. They have an advantage in yards per pass, yards per run. Arizona passes the ball a little bit better when they're at home. But 
and Arizona is better on the defensive side of the ball, especially with all the injuries USC has on that side. Um, but they've, they've done well. They're doing better than Arizona State getting off the field on third down. I think this game's going to come down to USC taking care of the ball. And I, I know this is Arizona State's a tough spot to win on the road, but they've lost a few games on the road the last couple of years. The away team in this matchup has won four of the last five games. USC's getting a point. I just bet the money line. It's not really worth it. Uh, I'm taking USC. All right, we're getting each other there if I keep that game. Yep. Last 3.30 game, I'm sure we're both betting on. Yep. And I'm taking LSU. Yep, me too. I'm taking... I think they went out right, and I'm putting a money line uh, bet on this game. You're putting a money line bet on LSU, huh? Yes. Uh, I am waiting for that line to creep to seven. I don't trust that Bama defense this year. Uh, cluster injuries to start the year at the linebacker position. Uh, their pass defense is just fine, five and a half yards per play. But Joe Burrow um, is going to be the best QB they face all year. Uh, they, you know, Maybe they face a pretty good one in practice every once in a while, though. Um, LSU, I think, is better battle-tested. You talk about battle-tested in Penn State, Minnesota. LSU has won at Texas. They beat in Florida, and they won a trap game versus a good Auburn team last week. Bama's played Duke, New Mexico State, at South Carolina, Southern Mississippi, Ole Miss, at Texas A&M, Tennessee, and Arkansas. Not exactly battle-tested. Give me those points. This is going to be a low-scoring game uh, where teams, both teams are going to want to control the ball I agree with you. Possible upset. I am also going to take the under 65 points. Probably not a bad play there as well. Yeah. I still got a bunch of games left, Darth. What do you got left? I have one game. All right. Do you want me, do you want me to give a couple? Give a couple. All right. I got Iowa, Wisconsin. Four o'clock on Fox. Iowa's played two ranked opponents, Michigan and Penn State, and lost by seven and three points respectively. Wisconsin's lost two straight. Both teams are coming off a bye. Iowa's running back. Tyler Goodson hurt his ankle last game. He might be limited. Iowa's production passing the ball drops significantly while on the road. Both teams are strong on third down. I think this is going to be a a slugfest. Absolute slugfest. I think it's like a 17-13, 17-12 type game. Give me Iowa and the eight and a half points. It was 10 at the start of the week. And I'll take the under 38 as well. All right. Uh, do you do, are you doing Missouri and Georgia at all? No. All right, I'll, I'll talk about that one. This one's on ESPN, 7 o'clock. Uh, Georgia is giving 17 points to Missouri. Missouri has lost two games in a row on the road to Vandy and Kentucky. They also lost to Wyoming on the road. They stink on the road. Uh, this Georgia game might get ugly. Kelly Bryant has a hurt hamstring. That, and he might not play. That actually might help Missouri the way he's been playing. Georgia has a big advantage on yards per pass, per rush, third down rates, red zone efficiency. Georgia is perfect in the red zone. They have a 100% TD rate when they get in the red zone. Missouri just 65%. Georgia, big advantage on defensive side of the ball. Uh, Missouri defense and the road numbers are awful. I'm going to lay the 17 points in this one. Give me Georgia minus 17. Bulldogs! 
Bulldogs. I, do you got Washington State and Cal at all? Nope. You do? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I, it's, I I know you like Mike Leach, so I thought maybe you might have, might have him, but guess not. No, I'm off him. I've given up. <laughs> uh, all right. After a surprising start, Cal's lost four in a row. Now they're four and four. They got him. After getting embarrassed at UCLA at home and on Utah on the road, the Cougars have been competitive, Darth. Maybe it's time to get back on the bandwagon. Cal's defense is outstanding, uh, but on they're they're on their their third QB, uh, Kioka Carford, their their uh, star wide receiver, still out. I think the defense will clamp down on Washington State, but they're they're not have issues scoring even against a bad Washington State defense. Uh, Cal has averaged only eight points and 12 first downs in the last three games. That's pretty bad. Uh, the Cougars offense is a machine, but their yards per play drops quite a bit when they go on the road and they're facing a very good defense. Shockingly, Darth, I'm taking the under 51 points in this one. Okay. Okay. I think I know which game you got next. I don't think you do. Would it involve Tennessee and Kentucky? No. Oh, really? Well, I'll, I'll talk about. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about Kentucky then. Um, Seven thirty on the SEC network. Kentucky's been very good at home. Tennessee has has had two road games all year: Florida and Bama. Uh, take a, a a real good look at this game. Limbound Junior <laughs> for Kentucky. He leads him in receiving yards and rushing yards. Uh, and he's now playing QB for them the past couple games. He's listed as a wide receiver. Uh, he's uncertain for this game. So just monitor that. Uh, Kentucky has an advantage running the ball. Tennessee is better throwing the ball. This is also runs right into the strengths of the their opponent's defense. Tennessee's really strong against the run. So that'll give Kentucky fits. Kentucky's really strong at the pass. It's going to mess up Tennessee. This game is usually high scoring, but this is going to be a grinder of a game, especially if Limbound Jr.'s out. Give me the under 43.5 points, Tennessee and Kentucky. Darth, I've talked too long. Your turn. Go for it. In my last game, I'm going to be taking the luck of the Irish mm. as they go down to Dukey land and hoping the Dukes lay a big Dukey. <laughs> so I'm going to take Notre Dame, minus 7.5 at Duke. Don't think Duke's that good. I think Notre Dame's better than the record shows, even though the record still shows 6-2. and two. I'm still thinking they cover the 7.5, but just to make sure, I'll buy them down that extra half a point to go down to 7. And I'll take Notre Dame, minus 7.5, over the Duke, Dukey, Ludo. <laughs> All right. My last game, 8 o'clock on Fox. Iowa State, last I checked, they were getting uh, 13.5. At Oklahoma. Oklahoma was upset by K-State. And then they had to stew with that loss during their bye week. The total is only 64. Oklahoma might do that on their own in the first half in this in this one. Iowa State is no slouch on offense. They're going to help contribute to that total to get it to 64. This will be a passing clinic with both of these teams. I think about 90 points are going to be scored in this game. I wouldn't be shocked to see a 48 42, no, 40, uh, 58, 32 final. My bad. Uh, Iowa State, 
one in Norman two years ago. Oklahoma's mad about that. They're mad they lost to K-State. Take the over 64 and lay the 13.5 points with Oklahoma. That's my last college pick, and this is a good time to take a break. Visit www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com and all the free picks are there. The NBA picks, the college basketball picks, college football, NFL in the spring. We have baseball. It's all there. It's absolutely free. And if you like the picks and you win with them, and you usually do, you can help the podcast by clicking on that Amazon banner ad. It looks like Coach's Book, Squeeze Play. Click on that. Buy yourself something nice on Amazon, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Again, those free picks are at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. So, Darth, this segment, do you want to start with college hoops or NBA hoops? What do you want to do? Let's go NBA first. All right, we'll go NBA Wednesday. NBA on ESPN. I couldn't get a line for this. I'm recording this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Warriors at the Rockets. The Warriors are a mash unit. Russell. Uh, uh, not Russell. Uh, S- S- Steph Curry. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. Draymond Green. Clay Thompson. They're all hurt. Defense optional in this game with the Rockets. Uh, the total will probably be about 250 points. Take the over. <laughs> it's going to be high. It's going to go over. It's going to go over. There's nobody to defend in this game. Who are you liking that one? Taking the Rockets to win. I don't know what the point spread's going to be. So if it's under four and a half, five points, take the money on the Rockets. I don't trust uh, the point spread with NBA because I feel like they fucking fixed their game. <laughs> uh, Bucks at Clippers. This is a marquee matchup. Very close in key stats that I look for. They assist the turnovers. Uh, offensive board work, defensive efficiency stuff. Uh, I think the Bucks on the road want to make a statement in this one. They'll, they'll probably be catching a few points too. I'm going to take the Bucks, who have been blowing games in the second half. I think they hold on in this one, and they beat the Clippers. Who, who do you got? I'm going to take the Clippers money line. Clippers money line in that one. Uh, college hoops. I only have one game. It's Wednesday. On the ACC network, Virginia and Syracuse. Uh, do you have any games you're looking at on on uh, Wednesday for college hoops? No, really. I'm gonna wait for lines to come out. I pay attention to our website, but um, yeah, the Virginia Syracuse game. I pick Syracuse will probably cover whatever point spread they get. Um, I I differ with you emphatically. I'm a Syracuse fan. Uh, since 2017, Virginia has covered 67% of their games. Just blindly cover them and make money every year. That's what you got to do. The Cavaliers, okay. have, the Cavaliers have easily beaten Syracuse in the last two matchups. And it's really unusual for Syracuse to be playing a tough opponent early in the season. They usually play the Sisters of the Poor, School of the Blind in their first 12 games. And they never even go on the road. At least this is kind of a... I'm not sure if this is a home game. This might be a neutral site game. Who the hell knows? Um, but uh, at, you got to take Virginia to cover. They cover almost... Two, they cover two-thirds of the time. It's, it's making right. money. It's making money. You talk, you 
talk me out of it. I'll, All right. I'll go with Virginia. All right. Anything else you're looking at? I, I know we're recording this on a Tuesday. People will be catching late. Anything you're looking at for uh, for college games opening opening night in college, Darth? No, pay attention to Twitter. Will do, will do. All right, another chance, another time. Take a break before we get to the coaches poll and the coaches awards for NFL. Thanks to our show supporter, my bookie AG. Everybody listens to the show to find out who to bet on. Where you bet is just as important. Go to www.mybookieag. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Just visit mybookieag. That is M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Use the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, to activate this offer. Be like the Chalk Talk sports guys and major into wager. You play you win, you get paid at my bookie AG. Time for coaches week nine NFL poll and the awards for week nine. Top five has changed quite a bit. The team falls out, teams move back. A little bit of a shuffling going on. I'm going to talk first about two teams that aren't in it. One is the Packers. They're out. They were the number five team. They're now out of it. Uh, their offense was a no show, no show. They're manhandled physically by the Chargers. I think that's a bad sign. Uh, I, I haven't really been sold on them. I don't like their point differential. Uh, it just basically gives me an excuse to bump them out, which I wanted to do anyway. The other team I have out uh, is the Seahawks. I think they're winning because of Russell Wilson. I think the kicking woes is going to haunt this team. And they have pretty much a piss-poor defense. So uh, the Seahawks are not in. Uh, they were in a couple weeks ago. I bounced them out, and they have not re-entered. The number five team is going to be the Vikings. They were the number four team. They dropped back a spot after the loss to the Chiefs. It's a tough loss. I, I'm a, Just like I am with the Packers and Seahawks, we're seeing a tre- trend with them on the road. They're a tough team to count on come playoff time if you can't win on the road in the regular season. They got a big game in Dallas uh, in week 10 of the NFL to stay in this top five. Uh, you got to beat a good team on the road every once in a while. I mean, their losses are on the road at the Packers, at the Bears, not a good team, and now at the Chiefs with a backup QB. And, you know, all's well and good if they're home and their offensive line is gelled. But once it's a tough situation, um, you know what? They kind of fold like a cheap briefcase. My number four team, Kansas City Chiefs, they're holding it together without Mahomes. This might actually make them better. Their defense has, has had to step up their game. And and this should help them long term. So the Chiefs are my number four team in the coaches poll. The three spot in the coaches poll. Uh, there's a little bit of movement from the coach in the coaches poll. Uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots. They dropped from the number one spot all the way to number three. They finally faced a good team for the first time all season. And they got their can kicked in. So the Patriots dropped to number three for me. My number two team. It's the same number two team as last week. They didn't move up to the top spot, and that's the Saints. They got the bye week. Everybody get a little healthy. Uh, Alvin Kamara get a little bit healthy. Saints, team on a mission. Uh, wouldn't be shocked to see them in the Super Bowl uh, facing those Patriots, uh, but they are my number two seed. My number one team is now the 49ers, who I believe I did not eat. I, I had them number two last week. Um, they. I know it was a three-point game, 
it really wasn't that close. It was a, a, a broken tackle, long touchdown by Danny Isabella with five minutes left in the game. It made it look more competitive than it was. It was not. And, they, you know, they basically ran the clock out to the end of the game. Huge game Monday night on Levi's, uh, Levi's Stadium at, at, the, at the Giant Pants Stadium uh, for, for the 49ers uh, coming up this week when they faced uh, the Sea the, the Hags. So a uh, big game for the Niners. Uh, hopefully they can hang in that top spot. If not, the Saints will be looking to, to creep in as they come off the bye. Oh, boy. The Jeff Spicoli Most Confusing Team Award. <laughs> I got a bunch, of, a bunch of candidates. You can go with the New York Giants and Pat Shermer frustrated. Frustrated at the, at the, uh, at the, at the, uh, at the, uh, you know, pass interference call in the fourth quarter and decides to throw the challenge flag. Dumb. Five for 52 have been overturned. Just a frustration throw of the flag there by him. That was very confusing. Not really, because he's just not a good coach. Uh, other one, the other New York team, New York Jets. You get a Spicolia as well. You just lost to the Dolphins. Your defense couldn't stop Miami. They have no running backs. Uh, you know, you lost the turnover battle 2 nothing. That INT at the goal line by Sam Darnold was awful. He, has, he now has four red zone picks this year. Just ugly. And now the Bengals are in the driver's seat for the number one pick. I'm not sure you even want that number one pick. Good luck choosing the right QB. There'll be a, there'll be a bunch of hype guys. You know, and, and if you don't take two at number one, the media's on a, it's going to be a media shitstorm over you, even though that probably is the right decision. Uh, so maybe you know, the Jets you know, should feel lucky they won the number one pick. Not that they take a quarterback anyway. They believe in Darnold. I don't. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, you get a Spicoli. Bad timeout. End of the half. Defense made the stop versus the Niners. You let Shanahan get a look. What you're going to do, the defense, he took advantage of it. Paralysis by overanalysis by you, Cliff Kingsbury. Good job. Uh, Mike Tomlin, Pat Shermer, I'd like you both to take a class. Maybe John Madden can run it. Somebody's got to tell those two coaches. They're not overturning pass interference calls when you challenge it. It's just there for show. He lost two timeouts in the last three minutes of the game. He got bailed out because Adam Vinatieri shanked a Ray Finkel-type field goal. I don't care the laces weren't out. That was a shank, shank job and a half. Cost me one of my one of my picks in the Super Contest. I'm still 79th. Uh, and my last one goes to Chucky. I'm not sure Chucky made the timeout. It might have been a player because uh, he didn't look too happy with the timeout was called. Uh, Lions have no timeouts. They're scrambling to run a fourth down play to tie the game. And somebody, somebody on the Raiders called a timeout. If, if I, hold, I don't think it was Chucky because it looked like he's about to lose his shit. Uh, but, yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a lot of Spicolis this week. Week 9 had a lot of Spicolis. The Forrest Gump box of chocolates team. You don't know what you get. That goes to Adam Vinatieri. Jeez, man. He's now cost the, the Colts two games. He lost the Chargers game at the start of the year. And now I know Pitt's a tough place to kick. Probably one of the toughest in the NFL statistically. But that that that's a game winner. That game winner is off by so much. I don't want to hear about the Ray Finkel laces out. Adam Vinatieri kicked a game-winning field goal from that distance in the middle of a blizzard. 
He's one for three in his, uh, in, on extra points in the last two games. 14 for 19 on extra points on the season. <sighs> Rough season for Adam Vinteri. Uh Hopefully he turns it around here. My Simon Bar Sinister Award, though, goes to the Buccaneers and the Seahawks. Another one of my super contest games. It was a push. I luckily had it at six, not five like some poor suckers probably had, or five and a half. Oh, man. Famous Jameis, critical fourth down, uh, fourth quarter fumble, leads to three points, Seattle's first lead of the game. Very reminiscent of his fumble versus Oregon in the Rose Bowl when he was at Florida State. Uh, Seattle uh, missing a late field goal to win it. You know, which I wouldn't have mind because that means the Buccaneers covered my their kicker Myers is now three for eight in field goals over forty yards. Uh, and then, and you know, would have gave the Bucks a cover. And then Seattle gets the ball back. They're, of course, they're not trusting their kicker. They go all the way in and score a touchdown. When I was rooting for them to just stop and kick a field goal, uh, I was also a little surprised late in this game. Tampa scored to tie it, and they opted to kick the extra point rather than. Go for the two-point conversion in the win. I, I was really surprised they, they they chose to go to overtime, seeing how they can't stop Seattle. Try to win it outright in regulation. Why extend the game longer? That's the advantage of Seahawks. But, you know, but a little Simon Bar sinister stuff there. My Daniel LaRusso, underdogs of the week. <laughs> a bunch of home dogs coming through. Yet the Dolphins, they win outright as a home dog. Oh, boy, the Jets. You know, they will feel better after beating the Giants this week in the in the what I am calling the toilet bowl of New York. Uh, the Giants versus Jets, the toilet bowl on uh, on 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 Sunday, week ten. Uh, the Broncos, underdog of the week, first time starter at QB. <laughs> Poor Brandon Allen, their quarterback. Last time we heard this much about a guy with small hands, it was Marco Rubio making fun of Trump. And it cost Marco Marco Rubio uh, dearly. He uh, basically got bounced from the uh, from from the presidential race after that. Uh, the Chargers, another home dog, won very convincingly. That AFC is wide open. And then you got the Ravens, home dog versus the Patriots. There was only one other team the Patriots that the Patriots the Patriots hate playing more than the Ravens, and that's the Giants in the Super Bowl. Uh, I, this. That could be a, a good matchup in in the uh, AFC Championship game. The, the, it looks like the Ravens and Chiefs might have to face each other first before they get the Patriots. Of course, the Patriots will get the easy road. Nicky Guns and, and Silent Jared would not be happy about that. So that wraps it up. Episode 364, the Randall McDaniel episode. Please be sure to visit MyBookieAG. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You got college basketball just starting. Uh, use that promo code DART to get a 50% sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Uh, help uh, you know fund your bankroll a little bit more than it already needs to be. And uh, don't forget to get all the free picks at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. They're absolutely free. Uh, you go there, click on the Amazon banner, buy yourself something nice. Helps uh, support the podcast. No additional cost to you. And don't forget, I'm an author. The Ali Armini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You get directly from the publisher, thewordverve.com. And if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Hope everybody has a great end to your work week.